Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him, michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. So I've talked a long time about male infertility. I'm wondering if there are any questions that have come in. Prof, we have Kate and Amy with us. Kate asks, how much of a role does weight play on infertility or miscarriage? Okay, well, the evidence is a little bit debatable, but there are some good studies, a very good study out of Adelaide about six or seven years ago where they looked at uh, the outcome of women undergoing IVF and looked at weight and if you are over 35 a BMI of over 35 years so you're probably weighing 95 to 100 kilos plus the chances of getting pregnant with IVF was something like 15 or 20 percent less so you know I'm, I'm pretty convinced that overweight does make a difference certainly in animal studies that overweight trans transmits to alterations of the environment within an egg and that's probably why fertility is slightly reduced on the male side again greater than 100 kilos is associated with an average lower sperm so it does play a part and then obviously uh, we encourage people to lose weight not only from getting pregnant point of view but all the complications of pregnancy are exaggerated if you are overweight. We have one here that says, how can I improve my sperm quality for IVF? Okay, well, the first thing is to have somebody who understands what's going on with the sperm to have a look at the situation. It may be, uh, for instance, that some medication may improve the sperm count. Uh, I think I talked earlier about men with low FSH levels and certainly either giving injections of FSH or HCG or even just taking tablets can improve FSH levels, which then promotes sperm production. In general lifestyle things, alcohol, excessive alcohol has been shown to have an impact on sperm quality. Marijuana has had been shown, but it has to be fairly consistent and heavy use a bit like cigarettes again smoking does impair sperm quality the sperm can go through one of the issues about sperm you can still produce good sperm numbers but they may be individually not so good there's something called dna fragmentation so in the the head of the in the head of the sperm in the head of the tadpole is all the genetic material that's going to go into the egg when fertilization occurs. So the 26 chromosomes, uh, sorry, 23 chromosomes are sitting there. And there are situations where those chromosomes get chopped up into small bits. It's called DNA fragmentation. And something called oxidative stress is supposed to play a part in in, uh, achieving that. So heat is one thing that uh, if your testicles are 
uh, overheated all the time, there's a higher chance of oxidative stress. Some drugs are associated with it. Cigarettes in particular are associated with higher frequency of DNA fragmentation. There is evidence that it can be reversed using antioxidants. So what's an antioxidant? Some of the vitamins are antioxidant. Vitamin C, vitamin E. Red wine is supposedly a good antioxidant. I drink it every night. No, there are potential treatments. There are, and, and if you go on the internet, there are a thousand different things. Really none of them other than antioxidants have been shown to have any impact. There's a commercially available antioxidant concoction called Menovit, which is an expensive way to uh, take vitamin C and, and, and other. It's got lots of things in it. Garlic, in fact, is in it as well. It is on the market for the purposes of, of overcoming antioxidant activity and DNA fragmentation. But, you know, lifestyle issues, number one, if you have a sperm count, get it looked at and get advice from someone who actually understands the hormonal endocrinology of sperm production. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. Thank you for listening to The IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.